everyone, good morning, happy Saturday. Hope you're having a great weekend so far. Hope you get some fun stuff planned. Hope you get to go out and about. The sun is shining. Uh, the warmer weather is definitely on its way. It's always such a vibe. Um, it's a, just such a beautiful time uh, to focus on fat loss right now with where we're at in the program. I know I've said this a million times, but I just can't get over it. It really is truly uh, such great timing, body transitioning from winter into spring, boosting your metabolism, giving you more energy, naturally looking to get rid of any extra fat uh, that it would have stored over the winter. Even if you didn't put on more weight over the winter, your body's still looking to let go of any excess weight that it would have naturally stored um, over the winter time. So such a great time for weight loss. I was just in the group um, reading over some of the questions that you guys have. Couple of you, couple, couple people have some questions about the app um, because you're working behind the group. Will the app keep working? Yeah. So the app right now is designed as a companion app to to fulfill 91 days of the program. So if you're still on week eight or week nine or whatever week it is, the app is not going to shut down just because we we stop posting and running the group, right? Like on on the on the tenth. Um, your app's not going to stop working. So your app will go through 91 days. Now we are working and the plan is to have the app keep working as a tracker after you're done following the program and plan. Um, so that's like ongoing. So once you reach your goal, if you still want to track maybe your sleep or your moods and stuff like that, you'll be able to use the tracker ongoing. Um, we're also looking to have the tracker be able to use in between groups. Um, so it doesn't have that feature yet. Um, so uh, we will let you know when we do have that feature available but if you are working behind the group you don't have to worry about your app it'll keep working for until you follow, follow through and finish the program um so that's a little tidbit on that um what else do I want to say um, some of you concerned about the fact that you are working behind the group and then you've signed up for the spring summer group, how to navigate that. So you have a couple options. You can finish this all the way through on your own timeline and then start the next group on your own timeline, which is totally fine. It doesn't stop you from asking all the questions that you need or anything like that. And it absolutely does give you the advantage because you know what's coming down the pipeline, but also with repeating the process, you also know what's coming down the pipeline. Or another effective way is to finish this one as far as you can take it, um, like go right through until like prep week of the next group and then reset and then reset with a new group. So you may miss like a couple of the ending weeks. You may miss personalizing the plan, which is fine as long as you at some point personalize the plan before you're done the program, right? And moving on to maintenance. Uh, so don't worry about that. All next week, we're going to break down next steps. We're going to talk maintenance for those of you who've reached your goal, what to do and, and how to make sure you never gain the weight back. Although remember I did that post the other day on how not to gain your weight back. So make sure you take a look at that. Um, we're also going to talk, uh, for those of you who want to go it on your own, it's, it's not our, it's not our jam around here to want people to keep signing up. Um, we're happy that you guys lose your weight and move on with the rest of your life. We are happy that you've learned what you've learned and now you want to go on your own. So we're going to break down options for that. Um, either continuing to use your personalized plan or repeating the process with the information in this group. Cause you guys, you guys maintain access to all the information in this group. And then of course there's the option of repeating the process with the group, um, which of course is an amazing option for a variety of obvious reasons. Uh, I know some of you are nervous about the two weeks in between. We're not nervous, but I totally respect the fact that you might be nervous. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised with how your body's on your side, how in tune you are with it. Um, and two weeks is not enough time to mess up anything. So we're really not concerned, but we're going to post next steps uh, all next week. Tomorrow, we're posting the guidelines for week 12. 
If you are still looking to lose weight, we are still here expecting that you are looking to lose weight right to the very last day. Keep those questions coming. Um, that's how we roll. We expect that people are still looking to lose. So that's how we show up every day, uh, ready to help people, you know, get and keep that scale moving. So we're not done until we're done. Uh, hit me up with those questions. Let me know how you guys are doing today. Let's get right into it. Hi, Lori. Good morning. Catching the live in the last day of vacation, able to enjoy our time so much more with my new Livy Loser body. Yes! So many of you going away on vacations. I love it. People are flying out left, right, and center. Remember that we do have that travel post for you. It's got some tips on traveling. Traveling is great for weight loss. Please do not stress. Have the best time ever. If you eat your face off, you come back, your weight is up. Implement back on track for as many days as you need until you feel like you're back on track, till that weight comes right back down again. And that's it. It's as simple as that. The weight always goes up. It always comes right back down again because one week, two weeks, not enough time to, to do anything, to do anything or set you back. So enjoy those vacations. Hi, Jeanette. Husband's birthday at the cake last night. Nice. All week I told myself I was getting french fries with my meal because I was indulging. I realized when I was ordering, I didn't even want the damn fries. Yes! <laughs> right? Not appealing at not appealing at all. Ordered fresh veggies as a side instead. I did eat too much steak. And lobster, oh, no such thing as too much steak and lobster. No such thing as too much steak and lobster and wine. No such thing. I did eat too much steak and lobster, drank too much wine, had a couple of forkfuls of cake. I'm only human. Scale up today, but I'm not concerned. Just I just keep remembering yesterday's lowest low, 19.7 uh, pounds down. I, this is this, right? It's probably the red meat, the red meat, the steak. A steak and pork are two of, two of the hardest things our bodies can digest. They take the longest, up to five hours, just to our, our digestive system proper. Um, so that's probably what has your weight up more than the bites of cake or anything like that. Uh, a little extra water today to offset that wine, uh, some leafy green, little extra leafy greens to offset and help the body process that, that red meat through your digestive system. And then you're right back at it and you'll see that scale drop right back, right back down. This is what we want. This is what we want, right? Because we're rolling into the summer as well. Those nice seasons. We want to, we want to get out and about and enjoy our lives and all the yummy bites and bits that come with it. Right? So so, so whenever you do find yourself indulging back on track for a couple of days, that's it. That literally is it. It's all you need to do. All you need to do. Uh, someone's saying not feeling too hot today for the first time in the program sickness protocol. Hope it passes. Yeah, there's some, there's some bad flus and colds and stomach bugs and stuff going around as well as the obvious pandemic we've had for the last couple of years. Um, so, so never feel ways about busting out the sickness protocol. I know sometimes people are like, well, I just want to follow the program. I just want to lose the weight. I just want to do what I need to do. But yeah, and I totally get that. But your body's really struggling right now. Right now, it's really just focused on healing and everything that it's dealing with in the moment. So in helping the body heal or get over what it is that's causing you to feel off, that, that always leads to detox. Sickness always leads to detox. That's why if you follow the sickness protocol and you keep your food choices when you do eat nice and clean um, and you're making sure you're staying hydrated, it, it, it always leads to a drop on the scale. Always leads. So the fa a sickness pro protocol always can be like a fast tracker to get that scale moving, right? So as much of a, a bummer that it is, really indulge in that sickness protocol and feel better. And feel better. Hi, Manuela. I'm struggling with falling asleep earlier and find myself often hungry at night, but it's probably because I'm having a hard time falling asleep in this pregnancy. Nothing new there. Yeah. On a, on a four day plateau, but I know what I need to do to get the scale moving. I just need to kick my butt and do it. Okay. Also don't forget like, um, but it's, I'm having a hard time falling asleep. Um, I'm struggling with falling asleep earlier. Okay. So also there's, there's past the point of no return, right? Like there is that 
First of all, let me remind you of Julia Glowinski and all her amazing sleep tips that she shared with us. Go back and review the sleep, the sleep post that she did. I'm sure some good good tidbits in there. But also, um, the body's transi transitioning with the seasons. So what worked for you for a bedtime the last couple months might not work for you as a bedtime now. Um, you'll notice you'll probably get tired. Like first of all, you'll notice that you're like you got great energy during the day, but you're tired at night. That's your body like being like, hey, we gave you great energy during the day. We're winding it down. Like your your body's letting you know it's time for bed. We worked really hard. Now it's time. Let's wind it down. So you're in tune to that, right? Just like you're in tune to when you're energetic and feeling great. You're also in tune to when your body's like, okay, time to shut her down. Um, so you'll notice that you get tired probably like 8, 8.30, you know what I mean? But then we stay up till 9, 30, 10, and then we try to go to bed then. But it's kind of like past the point of no return, like your kids. You know, when your kids like, so when one of my kids was young, I, I was like one of those, I thought, you know, one of those parents where I didn't listen to anybody. And, um, my kid, I had my first child, I'd let her stay up till, cause I'd want to hang out with her. So we'd let her stay up to eight o'clock, nine o'clock when she was young. And she'd always like, she'd, she'd be tired. And then we'd, you know, she like give her a bedtime snack or something like that. And then, you know, put her to bed later and always fussing, not getting to sleep, whatever. And I think it was my mom was like, she needs to be going to bed. Like it's six 30 or something like that. I'm like, what? She don't even go to bed till like eight 39. How's she going to go to bed at six 30? Freaking game changer because the kid was tired at 6.30. I was keeping the poor kid up and then I was also feeding the kid, giving them a bedtime snacks with if you got kids that don't sleep, don't give them bedtime snacks and stimulate their digestive systems, which are a message to wake your kid up before they go to bed, right? It, the same rules that apply for us also apply for the children. It gets dark out, melatonin starts being pumped through their little bodies to wind them down for sleep. We get them a bedtime snack. It stimulates their digestive system. It sends the message to their body that, hey, we're eating because we're going to be active. So your kid's wide awake when they were supposed to be going to bed. And then you had to wind them down. And then when they're younger, they're so tired past the point of no return that they start crying to try to access their energy out so they're able to fall asleep. We're no different. So if you like, and I, I know this because I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I'm the worst at this. Like I'm tired at 830, 830, 9 o'clock. I am ready for bed. I could literally fall asleep my eyes are rolling back in my head but because I work all day and I just want some me time and some Tony time I make myself stay up and then I make myself stay up to the point that I'm sitting there right wide awake at 11 o'clock thinking oh my god like how can I be so tired at 8 9 and now I'm wide awake right so make those adjustments. Also with the change in times, you might find yourself wanting to go to bed earlier, waking up earlier, or quite the opposite. Your circadian rhythm is being rejigged. So kind of go with that. This is what I'm trying to say. So when you recognize you're tired the first time, maybe try to get yourself to bed then. And that, and that can make a big difference. Um, anyway, listen to me lecturing people on sleep. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Ah, uh, hi, hi Jennifer. I had such a nice seafood date night at home last night. Oh, I love that. Felt indulgent, but was healthy, delicious, non-planned. Yeah, sense of calm. That's what I'm sensing today. You guys are getting to that place where you're getting calm about things. I love that. That that really that comes also with like working personalizing the plan and getting really extra in tune and coming to trust your body. With that comes that sense of calm. That sense of calm. I'm excited for you guys next week with personalizing the plan because it's like every other tweak. If you're new to the program, right? You do the first week and it's a bit of a shocker, like downsizing, shocker, right? Like feeding the metabolism, a bit of a shocker. High protein, a bit of a shocker. You're kind of like, huh, what? What are we doing? And then that second time around, you really get into it, right? Really get into it. Uh, hi, Sarah, how are you? Good morning, happy Saturday. Wow, I'm so hungry lately. Okay, so remember, 
it's normal to be extra hungry heading into bedtime when you're in detox. So don't forget about that. Making your foods nutrient rich, you know, eating to satisfaction and, and then still hungry heading into bedtime. That can be a sign of detox. So heads up on that. Extra hungry, crave carbs and sugar based. That can be a sign you need more water. And then also extra hungry just in general, your body, your body boosting your metabolism and just being clear about your messaging system. So remember that. Um, uh, I am so hungry lately, but my weight is still dropping. New low this morning. One oh three. I'm glad that you said that because extra. There's nothing wrong with extra hungry. It's just a matter of figuring out what that hungry is all about. Is it because I'm dehydrated? Is it because I'm in detox? It's because um, my butt. I'm my. I've been working out. My body's working extra hard. Is I'm just having. Do you know what I mean? What is it? Uh, new low this morning, 103 pounds, uh, gone forever. I was eating my dinner last night and I thought I had too much on my plate, but it was leftovers and there wouldn't be enough to be worth saving. So I just heated it all. Oh, and planned to throw out what was left when I was done. I ate the whole thing. I didn't feel stuffed afterwards, just satisfied. Wow. Then the scale was down again this morning. Mind blown. Hungry again today, but I'll just eat to this new level of satisfaction. Okay. I love this. This is why, remember when I've said, said earlier, portions are always, 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 always what they feel like and never, ever, 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 ever what they look like. Right. And that, 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 that goes when we were downsizing, when we were splitting up our meals and snacks, like portions are always what they feel like. So satisfaction is satisfaction. Satisfaction is just as much eating those four questions and leaving food on your plate as it is asking those four questions and needing to go back to get more to leave yourself feeling satisfied. And so I know it might blow your mind that you're extra hungry and then you're feeding into that and the scale is still moving. That's because we're feeding into the fact that your body is boosting your metabolism, giving you more energy, feeling really good, asking for the resources it needs to make sure you are working at the most optimal levels. And guess what it doesn't need when you are working at the most optimal levels? It doesn't need to be lugging around a bunch of extra fat that every extra pound makes it harder on your body. It's really unhealthy for you and it's no longer serving a purpose. So this is why at this point in the process, feeding in to where your body is at, that's the ticket, not taking away, taking away, taking away, taking away, like you have done on other diets. As you get, you as you progress in them, it gets harder, it's more of a fight, so then you exercise more, you eat even less, you know, you force that body, and that's where it feels like a fight. Whereas this, and if it's feeling like a fight to you, it could be because you are stuck in old diet ways. You're still counting, you're still, I know some of you are still counting weight measure. It's not my first rodeo. I know some of you are still doing this. I wish you'd knock it off and get with the program because as soon as you do, you're going to be like, why did I do that? Um, because people are trying to, this is where we, they, they get into, they feel the crunch of the last weeks of the program. And then that old diet dialogue pops into their head. Oh, I want this to go faster and I got to do it now. So I'm going to pull back. I'm going to eat less and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to, I'm going to exercise harder and I'm going to count and weigh and measure. And I'm going to make it happen. When in reality, you're just fighting, you're fighting all the beautiful changes that you've made to be in tune to your body. You just got to support your body because your body fat is extremely unhealthy to carry around. It's something that we don't talk a lot about. It's very unhealthy for your body to be carrying around a bunch of excess fat. We could talk about that. I, I could I could definitely, you know, instill, instill, instill fear in you and talk about how unhealthy it is for the amount of fat some of you are carrying around. Well, we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. So your body has no interest in keeping this fat around when it no longer serves a purpose. So it's actually in feeding into that. That's gonna get that scale move. Here, back to you. Back to you, Sarah. 
Back to you, Sarah. Yeah, so right, 103 pounds gone, trusting that body, eating, feeding into it, giving it more rather than less, keeping and getting that, getting and keeping that scale moving, right? Ah, so good. Hi, Amberlynn. Good morning. Happy Saturday. I just completed my first two days of back of track and feeling so great about how easy it is. Yes, that's, that's it. Three days of protein and fat revamp and then on to week 11. So excited to be here at the end for all the wins yet to come. Thanks for everything. Ah, I love this. It's so great. It's such a great feeling just to know that you put, you you did this for yourself and to be here at the end, right? Like it's totally a vibe. I've been saying this. I don't know how you, there's no way you've been showing up every day for three months and you're not here at the end being super proud of yourself, right? <laughs> Come on. So good. So good. Um, remember, remember to keep those questions coming, you guys. Keep those questions coming. Um, if you've got a whole list of paper, just rhyme them off. We are here for it. Um, you know, there's no such thing as a question asked too late. There's no such thing as a silly question, a question asked too many times. Um, we don't assume anything about where you've been, what you've been doing. So just make sure you ask as many questions as you need. I got one more week. One more week. Hi, Trixie. Good morning. I think I figured it out. I'm now paying more attention and listening to my body. Too much dairy equals constipation for me. Yes. At this point in the program, this is why it's a great idea to be keeping journals or if you're using the apps and, and tracking your body's response to foods because you are so in tune, you will pick up on any food sensitivities that you have. And it's not that the program created them or that they're new. You always had them, but now there's a sense of clarity right? You're, re you're clearer on how things that you are consuming are affecting your body. One, because you're paying attention, your body's communicating with you and you're much more in tune with it. So um, everybody, the human body's not designed really to consume dairy or gluten. It just comes down to how, how people tolerate it, right? Um, some people tolerate it more than others. So you may have to take dairy out for a while if you're noticing that it bothers you. Then this is where you want to actively help um, strengthen your digestive system. Maybe add in some digestive bitters, add in some probiotics or prebiotics um, to help strengthen that digestive system and then what can happen is that you're, once you strengthen your digestive system you can find that you can better tolerate those kinds of foods again so if you find that you're sensitive to dairy it's not that doesn't mean you can never have it again it could just mean that you just need to give your body a bit of a break for it see how the body responds maybe you'll feel better without it and realize you really don't need it or maybe you'll add it back in later and find like you're okay with it you know um, but I love that you're figuring this out. I have to choose too much dairy equals constipation for me. So what you could do is eat the dairy up your, up your, up your leafy greens, <laughs> make sure you're drinking the water, maybe add in some psyllium fiber, right? Maybe add in some psyllium fiber with that. Um, cheese or yogurt or dairy, uh, in my tea, not all the same day. Feels good to figure it out. Very empowering. 1.8 pounds to first goal and then on to the next session. Yeah, it is very empowering. A lot of like back in the diet days, we used to use the fact that we could control our food we like we used to be like oh I could go all day without eating you know and it was just like this power thing and that's you know and it power and control type of things and now now we realize that's not cool it's not cool to go all day long and not pay attention to yourself and give your body the fuel that it needs that that ain't cool that ain't that ain't powerful that ain't powerful that ain't that that ain't powerful at all totally ignoring your body going all day long you're you're, you're human you, you need food to give you fuel to for you to do all the shit you need to do all day long so starving and depriving and neglecting yourself ain't cool that ain't cool that ain't cool so that's what's so cool about this process right is is really being in tune with what works for you and what doesn't work for you you're gonna get real clear on that 
you're going to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Not only just with your foods, but with everything in life, right? When you prioritize and you keep your energy directed at yourself and you make a conscious effort to strengthen your mind-body connection, it's pretty amazing. Um, you're really confident and you're calm and when you can trust yourself, that's where you really make some really good decisions for yourself because being in tune, you know what's working for you, you know what's not working for you, you know, and you can make all your decisions in life based on that. It's about being grounded. It's about being in the moment, you know, it's about harmonizing. It's about all those things that, you know, all those books in the bookstores and, you know, and online and all that, that teach you how to, how to ground yourself and be in the moment and be one and all those things. It's not there. There's a million books with a million different ways on how to do that. But at the end of the day, it's all about keeping your energy directed at yourself. It's about, you know, being mindful. It's about prioritizing yourself. It's about being in the moment when you're making choices and making sure everything is aligned, right? Like it's this, this process is so cool for so many reasons above and beyond weight loss. It's, uh, another learning moment, another learning moment I had steak the other night and was up on the scale yesterday morning. I thought to myself, if this was Weight Watchers weigh in day, I would have been so upset. Yeah. Yeah. This is what pisses me off about Weight Watchers weigh in day and their, and their, um, lifetime memberships. If you're up like four pounds or something like that, you lose your membership. It's so, it's so stressful and doesn't account for like, if someone is following Weight Watchers, and they get on the scale and they're, if, they, if someone is following Weight Watchers and on a diet, again, just like this program, you're not going to gain weight. You're not going to gain weight. If you're actively trying to lose, you're not going to gain weight. Food, does, food isn't causing you to gain weight, especially when you're on a diet. Um, so, you know, if they're doing those active weigh-ins, they, Weight Watchers should be letting people know. It's just, what did you have last night? Oh, you had steak. Oh, well, that would account for at least a couple pounds. Did you have any wine with it? Yes, I did. Oh, that would count for it probably another pound. Like, you know, these are the kinds of things they should be educating people on. But they don't because it's part of their really messed up sadistic system that you come in, you weigh yourself, right? Your weight is up. Oh, you're bad. Guess what you got to do? You got to pay more money. You know, this isn't working because of you, not because of us, because you, you need, you're not doing what you need to do. Then it just fucks up your mind, right? When in reality, your, your scale's just up because you ate steak, because you ate steak, because you ate steak. That's it. You know, so I have massive issues with this thing. Um, I had steak the other night and was, so, was up on the scale yesterday. I thought to myself, if this was a Weight Watchers weigh-in day, I would have been so upset. My week would have been ruined. Yeah. Just continued to have a good day yesterday, back down, and some extra this morning. Yep, that's right. Because you, that you need red meat. I mean, you don't need it, but it's beneficial. Um, it's high in bees. It's high in iron. It's got all those things in it. Um, yes, it'll have the weight up on the scale every time you eat it, but it's not a reason to not eat it. It's not a reason to not eat it. It's just what happens when you do eat it, and then the scale go right back down again. Uh, just continued, had a good day yesterday, back down and some extra this morning. Off for a girls weekend in Montreal. Oh yeah. Lots of veggies and nuts packed water. I can do this. Heck yeah. You're doing it. You're already doing it. I love the program. Two sign, two friends signed up along for me next time. This is, this, this is so huge. This is to me right now, this is more huge than the numbers on the scale. Cause the numbers on the scale, like the weight loss part, it's going to happen right? The weight loss part is just like resources, logistics, give the body the resources it needs, give it the time that it needs, help guide it on what you want it to focus on that the food, like I know I say that it's easy. I know some of you are like, it's not easy. Um, it's definitely work and it definitely tests your patience. And definitely some people have to be investigative about what they need to do in order to get and keep that scale moving. So I'm not saying it's easy that way, but that's a no brainer. 
the, the, the physical part of your body releasing the fat is a no brainer. You're human. You have a body is not designed to store a bunch of extra fat. So that's the no brainer part. But the mental part of this is this is really where the real work is. And like, this is, this is really where the real work is to work through all those associations, the guilt that's associated to dieting, all, all the feels that come with being successful at losing only to feel like you gain it all back, um, out of your control, the, 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 the conversations had with people, you know, some, like, it's just, it really does, the diet, dieting really does a number, and the diet industry really does a number on our head, to the point where people are really terrified, people are terrified to eat nuts, and bananas, and carrots, and people are terrified of fruit, and terrified of vegetables, and all of it, and just, you know, so to me, like, to be able to, like, really reconcile that in your brain, and to be able to eat something, and then have the scale up. I mean, this is a big part of why we get on the scale every day. It's not so you can lose. It's not so you can lose. And, and it's not even so much as a tool, although it's a great tool to see really what's going on. It's really to work through those issues and associations you've brought up in the past, right? And dealing with all the stuff, everything that comes with weight loss, bringing up those feels. Also really understanding what weight loss looks like and feels like in real life. You know what I mean? Where we're so hyper-focused on the scale, we're starting to understand all those fluctuations, right? Like so many of us throughout the month, we have like fat days that there's... We can't do anything about that. We're, our weight is just going to fluctuate. Our hormones are going to fluctuate. Our weight is going to go up regardless of what. Yes, drinking your water and making sure you're adding leafy greens and your bowel movements are regular and those kinds of things are going to really help. But you're dealing with natural fluctuations anyway. So you're going to have fat days. You can lose 50 pounds. And when you have a fat day, you feel just as fat as you felt when you had that 50 pounds. Like there's so much to learn about how your body just responds to life in general natural fluctuations, the foods that you're consuming, how it responds to stress levels and, and everything that you need to know um, to feel the best that you can day to day to day, right? And so much of that is tied to how we think, not just how our body functions, but so much of it tied to how we think. So this, these kinds of moments, these aha moments that you guys are being able to eat the thing without the guilt, right? Or to be able to eat the thing and then, and then get back on track and not feel paralyzed and then need to starve yourself and berate yourself for the days after just because you indulged in something, you know, that this is where the big work is. This is, this is where all, this is where all the work is. It's where all the work is. Or, or even, even think about it. Even if your body is having a hard time connecting physically, what's going to get you through mentally? That's what mentally you got to keep showing up. Even though your body's not performing on the timeline that you want, you're the one who has to keep showing up. Then you have to work through the feels of your body not performing on the timeline, you know? So, ah, oh, so much, so good. So good. I love this. And this is, and this, all these little moments, I hope are opening up your eyes to what maintenance is going to be like, right? This is, this is, this is going to be maintenance where you're going to, you know, make a choice. You're going to have, go away. You're going to have fun. You're going to indulge your weight's going to be up. You're going to back on track for a couple of days. Then you're going to get back to just living your life. That's it. You know, that's it. That's it. So this is all about being calm, calm about food. When you see food, when you're around food, when you're talking about food, when you're eating food, just calm, 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 calm about it. Calm about it, Valerie. Thank you for this plan. I hit my stretch goal on day 30 of this plan and have stayed within three pounds of it since, mostly under. Kept following the plan and will try to the very last day. I was going for another five, but decided to listen to my body and stop. I'm so happy. Joining next session to nail maintenance, as that has always been my issue. I love this. Yes. 
Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So doing the program again for maintenance is really effective because even though your body's done losing and you may be done seeing what's happening on the scale, it's a great opportunity to level the help the body level up while putting the time into maintenance. Now, this doesn't mean that you can't indulge every now and then, and you know what I mean. Um, but very effective. Uh, you don't need to sign up again to do maintenance. You can. We're going to totally make sure you're super clear on maintenance on your own. But if you active maintenance, and this is what I mean by following the program that actually allows the body to level up along the way. Uh, super effective. So, so honestly, super effective. You're not done being in tune. You're not done helping the body work as efficiently as possible. You're not done working through those issues and associations. You're not done. You know what I mean? Helping the body uh, address all those health issues. This is like little blips here and there, right? In terms of like, you know, what all the work that was done previously that you're trying to rewire and rework, you know? I love this for you. I love this for you. Congrats. Now, how do you know when you're done, right? That's a tricky question. Um, how do you know when you're done? Only you will know. Only you will know when you get there. And this happens a lot where people like think they're not done. They keep following the program. They're like, you know what? I am done. Whatever your lowest low is, usually you'll sit about five pounds above that. Um, only you will know. And it's not unusual. It's not unusual just because you're not making a hardcore push to prioritize weight loss that your that your body's not going to still drop weight. That's the thing. Your body's carrying excess weight. It's going to get rid of it. If you if you just follow like the basic food plan and you start to eat healthy to try to lose weight, you would lose weight. It just would be very frustrating because it's going to take a long time. This is a hardcore push, concentrated effort, very systematic, well thought out program and plan, right? If you just try to eat healthy on your own haphazardly, just can, trying to eat healthy, it's very chaotic. And if you're not like managing your stress levels and trying to get better sleep and doing all the things to actually reserve space and time for your body to focus on that, then this is why people think it's so hard to lose weight by eating healthy. There's a difference between eating healthy and eating in a healthy way that's conducive to fat loss. And that's the difference. But there's, but it happens all the time where people will um, come to a number that they're, they're, they're happy at. And then through main, even when they're maintaining, they'll notice that their weight will actually continue to drop here and there, a few pounds here and there. Right. Um, plus you're going to really notice your body uh, solidifying that weight. And that's, that's where always, 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 you can stop losing your weight today, three months later, because that's about how, how much time it takes. People will start commenting on, Oh my God, you've lost so much more weight. Like, Oh my gosh. You're like, no, I haven't. It's just your weight settling, settling, which is so cool. Settling. Um, so excited. New low today. I've lost almost 11% of my body. This is my first go with the program. Hi, Meg. Started hardcore, then got less gung-ho in the middle, but never went off the rails, just plodded along, and the scale has kept moving. Clothes are not fitting, sleeping better, all the good things. I don't have much more to lose, but I will do the next round to do the mental part and get that more solidified. Best program ever. Yeah, I love that. Even though you may have reached your goal or getting close in this group to to, the, to, to level up the mental part. You're not wrong about that. You're not wrong about that. That's a, that's a great plan. I had a craving last night, so I just had a honey green tea and I was so content. Although I could not sleep, I've been to watch Bridgerton season two. <laughs> A lot of to the not sleep. A lot of the not sleeping too is the transitioning as well, right? Is is it is it transitioning as well? Oh my goodness! I we started watching. We started watching. Yeah, we're watching Bridgerton too over here. Um, it's grilling season. It is totally bar Tony barbecued some steak in the middle of the afternoon for lunch yesterday. I was like, what? We're having a barbecue for lunch. He barbecued some steaks. Oh, so good. 
As grilling season, chicken, salad, and fruit, so uh, so craving fresh and light. It's seasonal change. I just want to get out for a walk. Yes, so, 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 so let's talk about what this, your food choice is. So many of you asking if you can bump up your fruit. You absolutely can. You want to bump up your fruit intake as the weather starts to warm up and decrease your heavier carbs. So bump up the fruit, switch out the potatoes and the squashes, the root veg. Not to say that you can't still have them. This is where you want to be bumping up. So your body works like a heater in the winter air conditioner in the summer. In the winter time, you crave a heavier, heartier foods, right? The carbohydrates, the, your, your, sweet, your potatoes, your squashes, your fatty meats, your warm foods, like your soups and stews and stuff. In the winter time, when your body's working like a heater, trying to keep you warm, it's looking to create that fire in your belly. Digestion takes a lot of energy. That's why it's looking for those harder to digest foods to help create that heat, right? In the summertime, you can imagine, it's totally opposite. Your body don't want to be creating no heat in your belly to keep you going. It's trying to work like like an air conditioner keeping nice and cool. So this is where you start to crave cooling foods like salads, cucumbers, fruits, those kinds of things. Now the body still needs carbohydrates because you know you need you need energy foods, right? So you but you want to swap out your carbs, your heavier carbs like your rices, like I said potatoes and stuff like that. You want to minimize those. You don't have to take them out completely, but you want to minimize those and then go for for carbohydrates that are much easier to digest that replenish your glycogen stores faster without having your body work so hard for its food. So that's where you want to bump up fruit. So fruit, for example, like a potato can take you an hour and a half for your digestive system to break down. Um, whereas fruit takes about 20 minutes to half hour. So there's a definite difference in how hard your body has to work to break down fruit as opposed to break down potatoes, as opposed to break down vegetables, as opposed to breaking down red meat and doing all the things. <laughs> Tony's telling me it's time, time to go by doing a cute little dance. Um, so yeah, so you want to make those small transitions. So you can also do fruit for your snacks, right? Right? But it's a great idea, remember, to combine it with the protein and fats. Um, you could also do things like um, like berries on your salad, like, jo- like Jordana showed us throwing those strawberries on a salad. You could also do things like grilled, grilled pineapple. Grilled pineapple as well, right? So, or grilled peaches, grilled pineapples. Those go, go gr- really great on, 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 at mealtimes as well, right? So that's where you can start bumping those up. Bumping those up, bumping those up. Um, good morning. Hi, Joanna. I had an awful day yesterday and steered off the road big time. I literally felt so sick last night because of the lessons learned. The irony scale dropped and I finally said hello to the two sixties after three weeks of taunting me. <laughs> um, PS Bry hit his goal of 50 pounds down 50 pounds. Talk about barbecue. Um, a uh, fridge man, uh, uh, Joanna's husband. Um, he must be in the barbecue business. I'm assuming he's in the barbecue business. Um, down 50 pounds. I just, I can't. I'm so happy for the two of you in your journey. Um, so literally, so this could, this could be, and then this is not an okay to go eat your faces off, but this could be a situation where a, you, your momentum was already on, you're already on a roll right? You're, you're already going into detox mode. And if, and if this, and I don't know how, what, what happened with your day yesterday, but if you're extra moody, extra feely, that would make sense that your body after three weeks, you're heading into detox. So probably exaggerated feels along with it. Um, you know, exaggerated feels and and then physically when you're in detox, right? You don't feel so hot. So extra, extra feels of not feeling so hot on top of already what you probably have going on. So that would make sense. Right. And even though you did maybe indulge, um, the scale moved anyway, because you were, you were working it, working it, working it, that momentum was going to see that scale drop. Anyway, the momentum was going to have that drop. So let's assume 
that that that's what happened it could also have been that your indulgence caused your body to react and respond in a way that that caused detox that cause detox. When you eat things, especially your body at this point is going to let you know when something doesn't work for you. It's going to be very quick to get it out of your system. It's natural detox. You eat something that does, your body doesn't drive with your body. Guess what? It's real quick to get rid of it, right? So that now, not that I'm saying that's what we should do on a plateau. Always go eat your face off and break it. But sometimes, sometimes that's what happens, and that's why you never blow off the whole thing because of a bad day, a bad weekend, a bad meal. You just keep going. You just keep going with it. You just keep going with it. Because here you are, Joanna. You're here today anyway, right? You're owning it. I did that. I felt like crap. I made those associations. You know, chances are I won't do that again. Or you might do it a few more times until you recognize it doesn't work for you. And then you'll stop doing it, you know? It's a process. Process over perfection. That's my time for today, you guys. I got a jet. I'm sure I didn't get to a lot of your questions. If I didn't, make sure you put them on the question of the day post. And the team will answer them over there. Um, I just love where we're at at this point. It's really about just fine-tuning, like going in deep, really being in tune with your advice. It's really embracing, personalizing the plan. Um, please don't stress about next steps. We are going to, we got posts. We're going to break it down for you. We're going to be here. We're going to be chatting it out. We're going to be answering your questions. Um, we are around for you over these last couple of weeks. Um, now, in between groups, uh, I am going away on a bit of a vacay. Um, but the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, leading up to the new group, I'll be back over on my public page. So if you're not following me over on socials, um, Gina Livy on Facebook and on Instagram, we're going to be posting some posts for people who are new. So if you have any friends and family who've got questions about the program, we're going to be posting some stuff leading up. So if they want to follow us over on socials, um, that's where you're going to be able to find us over there as well. So we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be around. You guys are going to do just fine, regardless of what your next steps are. We're going to break it down all next week. We're far from done around here. Have an amazing weekend, everyone. Remember to pop into the group on Sunday. Uh, read over the guidelines for week 12 more of the same program wise personalizing the plan we're expecting you guys are looking to lose right to the very end also be sure to check out uh, Sasha's last science Saturdays post it's a good one it's on fat and fat laws um, just a little bit more in depth a lot more in depth than my very generalized post that I did on, on it early in the program so make sure you take a look at that have an amazing day I will see you tomorrow bye oh no, Monday bye